Hello and welcome to the King's Spotlight on Sustainability podcast. In this podcast, we're shining a light on all things sustainability. We want to get you thinking about some of the challenges we face surrounding climate change and the natural world, whilst highlighting some of the innovative solutions happening at King's and beyond. So in this series, MSc climate change students Kate, Daniel and Elsa have taken the wheel to explore the job hunt from the climate perspective. As sustainability is a growing field across many different industries, we wanted to learn more about how you can pursue sustainability whatever your career aspirations. To do this, we explored the jump hunt from the climate perspective, interviewing professionals across a range of industries to find that inside scoop. We hope this podcast will inform and inspire you to help you find a job or develop your current role to make a sustainable difference. Hello and welcome to this episode of the King's Spotlight on Sustainability podcast. In this episode, we're lucky to be joined by Megan, who works in the civil service in the Department for Business, Energy and Industrial Strategy. We'll be talking to Megan today about her sustainability and climate change focused career in the field of national politics to provide an insight for us students about to enter the job market. We'll take the time to explore what your current role is and how you contribute to the mission of achieving sustainability within national politics. We'll then discover how they got to where they are today and what the future for national climate policy is shaping up to be. So thank you so much for joining us today, Megan. We're really excited to have you. Um, so in this first segment, we'd love to start learning a bit more about what your current role is and um, yeah, what how you work within the kind of sustainability and climate change field. Brilliant. Thank you so much for having me both. I'm very, very excited to be here and very happy to be talking to you and King's students about my uh, career in the civil service. So yeah, I, I currently work in the Department for Business, Energy and Industrial Strategy. I work as a civil servant and I work um, as a policy advisor on international climate policy. That sounds like a very broad topic. Are you working in a specific area within that or is it you, is it quite a broad remit? So I work on international climate change so that can span kind of a mass area but in particular um, I head up a team that works on the UK's obligations um, at the UNFCCC so that's the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change. So as a party to that the UK has several um, obligations and commitments that we, we need to abide by so that's both kind of reporting um, requirements, um, ambition requirements and transparency um, requirements. So every time we are asked to um, kind of set a, an international emissions reduction target, we then have to report on that and report on the progress made. Um, and there's sort of an ongoing reporting process and a sort of check and challenge function that the UNFCCC do where it's kind of peer-to-peer -peer country asks of each other's performance on, on, on reducing emissions. Um, so that's that's what my my team mainly works on. Um, most recently, we uh, in in December 2020, we worked across across government to agree the UK's uh, latest international emissions reduction target. So that's known as the nationally determined contribution, uh, which is a commitment under the Paris Agreement. And so our team worked to try to work out what should the UK's emissions reduction target be? Um, and we agreed to a 68% uh, by 2030 on 1990 levels, uh, all, all economy greenhouse gas emissions reduction target. So yeah, that's that's what we cover specifically, but the work can, can actually kind of cover a huge breadth of different climate change issues. Just, I guess, out of just an interest, like what is, what's your day-to-day? -day? Like what, what do you actually do nine to five? Are you at home? Are you in parliament? Like, yeah, it's what a good question. Doing? I'm at home today, but I'm in the office about three three days a week 
three or four days a week, which actually isn't that different to what it was pre pre COVID. Um, as yeah, people do tend to work from home once or twice a week. Um, yeah, most of the day is spent. Uh, it sounds funny, but like um, I feel like we're craftsmen of language, so we spend a lot of time drafting lines or language um, and agreeing positions on stuff. So you could be asked a parliamentary question on a particular issue. So you have to write the um, particular minister or MP's response to that question. So that might be a question from, uh, you know, the member of the public or constituency member or another or another MP uh, or the opposition. So you have to draft language on that and then that gets sent through different versions um, and cleared through political um, uh, advisors and then it finally gets clearance from ministers. Um, and same with um, work again, decision making. So again, most of the time you're either researching stuff to try to get the, the relevant evidence to present options to ministers who will then take a decision on the advice that you recommend. Um, so we, we write up what are known as kind of submissions and briefings. Um, so these are normally, I would say, normally it's two to three sides of A4 which clearly sets out um, the issues, the risks, the benefits, um, and sets out recommendations. Um, and then, you know, we are making recommendations to ministers who then who then end up then end up making the final the final decision on that. Awesome. Thank you so much. That's really interesting. It sounds like a super diverse role, having to coordinate between multiple groups of people with different interests and different expertise. So I can imagine that's that can be a challenge sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it, it can be it can be a massive challenge. And the thing that's also difficult is that there are lots of um, kind of regulations and rules that we have to abide by at the UNF Triple C, um, and also kind of you know legally and 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 kind of across 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 uh, the UK um, to sort of work out actually what is what is possible, what is doable. Um, so yeah, it, it, it is it is a bit of a challenging one, but it's very exciting to work on it. So in the following segment, it'll be great to discover more about your career journey and notable events or moments that got you where you are today. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it feels like it's been quite a journey getting here, actually. Um, I have been in the civil service now for, I think it's coming up to 10 years, which is really scary. Um, but I originally joined, um, I saw a, a job advert for an internship. Um, in what was the predecessor to the current department that I'm in now. So it was known as the uh, Business um, and uh, Innovation and Skills Department. Um, and I applied for an internship role working on um, the UK's kind of international collaboration and uh, partnerships with um, other scientists and other universities. So that's where, yeah, UK universities um, and researchers work together um, on, on, on different research papers, all of this, you know, get, get, get peer reviewed and all sorts of stuff. So I was in a team sort of working on those, those sorts of partnerships um, and I absolutely loved it. Um, and I think that was really, I guess, the thing that, that made me realize I really liked the international, international area and international policy. Um, I did do a very short little stint in, in the cabinet office as well, working on, um, the government's response to emergencies. So it was a particular secretariat uh, set up for that. Um, and I was mainly focused on uh, uh, UK government response to, to the floods, flooding in, in 2015. Um, and so saw sort of the impact on the ground of the impact of increased flooding risks for, for families and, and people 
uh, in the UK. So also kind of seeing that, you know, really made me think, you know, again, the sort of flooding areas of, is of real interest and, and impacts of, of climate change. Um, actually going back, back to my uh, kind of first job there as well, we, we were looking mainly at stuff like um, uh, collaborations on uh, oceans research and marine litter and trying to agree UK positions uh, at the G7 and G20 and stuff like that. So again, that was something where I was like, okay, it's not directly linked to climate change, but there's an element of it and it's it's really interesting. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of progressed a career within international policy. So I then moved to the Department for International Trade um, and worked with them to sort of set up a new, a new team uh, working on the Asia Pacific region. Um, and that was fascinating as well, because it was just like a really great um, uh, opportunity to learn about um, the UK's trade policy post-Brexit um, and trade promotion. Um, and as part of that, I, um, I applied for a short-term kind of six-month posting uh, in Delhi, uh, so to work in the British High Commission um, on the trade desk, so working to support UK businesses to export to India. Um, uh, and I did that just for six months. So that, that, that was one of the kind of, I think, great things about the civil services that, that you move around a lot and there's there's loads of opportunities to kind of pick and choose things you would, would like to do. And so this came up and I guess it kind of solidified how much I like international policy um, and working on, yeah, the UK's role internationally. Thank you so much. That's really interesting to hear your progression kind of from different areas within the civil service but with a continuing thread, would you say, of, of international politics and that ability to kind of work with different groups of people to come towards a common goal and achieve a common goal? Yeah, completely. That, that's exactly it. Um, you have to, you know, not only on, in international policy work to agree what the UK's position is on things. So that's working across government with um, departments that all have very different priorities. But yeah, you have to not only agree what the UK's position is between all of the different um, departments and, you know, get get buy-in from external organisations and businesses and NGOs, uh, but, but also then, yeah, navigate that with uh, another countries um, who are also equally doing the same from their side, trying to get an agreed position internally before kind of engaging externally. Um, so yeah, it's a challenge, but it's it's really fascinating, and you yeah you get a good amount of responsibility I think as well um, in the civil service. Thank you. I was like curious about your study just before that career in civil service. Did you study like science or anything? So I feel like I'm a fraud. I studied history, um, which obviously has not really that much to do with the the science but I mean the thing that I've always been interested in and and yeah the modules I chose to study for history um were um international modules so you know I was learning about it, Chinese trade to, the, to 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 Europe and and stuff like that and I've always been interested in the impacts of events and issues on people and society and dynamics and stuff like that and also interested in the relationship between the people and, and state and government. Um, so all of that kind of plays out, particularly with climate change, you know, what's the, the thing that's going to have the biggest impact on everyone and society is it's climate change. So yeah, that that that's kind of how how I um how I kind of yeah got there. But um the module I actually did, I did it at the University of Warwick and you had to um also study a language at the same time. So I studied Italian to kind of 
read the original documents in Italian um, and lived in Italy as well in Venice for a short period of my time. And I think that probably gave me the the bug for international and, you know, living and experiencing a different a different life and learning about different cultures and um, yeah, governments and ways of living, really. And thank you. And you are now in the same master as I am in the master of climate change. So what do you think is important? Like, what did you feel the need to study a bit more climate change and go back to university? I'm doing this master's and I'm absolutely loving it. Um, I think the thing that so yeah as a civil servant you you move around a lot well you can move you can choose to move around a lot that's one of the things that I've really enjoyed about it you can you can pick and choose different policy areas uh, that you want to work on um, and having kind of moved around a bit and um, I, I, I got this role and kind of really really loved it and it kind of started to pull together all of the different threads and um, kind of throughout my career so far um, and I thought you know what rather than being a generalist where you do move around quite a bit, I, I'm now like committed to working on, on climate change policy. And so I want to stay in this area. Um, and I was really keen to kind of, yeah, you know, increase my knowledge on, on climate policy and climate knowledge um, and really kind of become more of an expert in that area. Um, mainly so I can sort of, yeah, stay within the area and become more of an expert and work my way, make way up and be promoted and stuff like that. But equally just because of because of my own kind of personal interest in it um so yeah that it's been it's been great being able to do that I've, I've I've done that you know one day a week whilst working at the same time which has been challenging but um yeah it's it's been uh, yeah it's really helped a lot of the stuff we're learning you know you hear you know especially kind of Tamsin's uh, lectures on the IPCC and you know actual scientific impacts of the oceans flooding and you know we're then talking about stuff like that every day in the office so yeah it's it's been it's been great to be able to do them in parallel absolutely I can see how the two tie together um to really kind of equip you to do your best in both almost um in both the masters and your current role um you talked a bit about as well your how you've enjoyed that flexibility of moving around to different areas, spending time living in Delhi. That sounds really exciting. So what, what do you think are some of the skills that maybe you picked up from those different roles that have allowed you to kind of progress to where you are now? Yeah. So I think within the civil service, the flexibility to move means that you also have to adapt really, really quickly to, to new teams and new scenarios. Uh, you'll see, you know, even working in government, you're responding to different things at different times. There's one priority and then COVID comes and then, you know, there's the war in Ukraine and there's all sorts of stuff going on. So you do have to respond quite quickly. So, um, yeah, getting up to speed quickly on a on a topic uh, and in depth um, is something that I think I've, I've learned um, really well. Um, I think working collaboratively as well, as I said, kind of before the ability to, to work with with new people and in different teams um, easily um, and across departments. So, yeah, working in teams is definitely one. Um, and then the other one I'd say is 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 working kind of effectively with seniors. So you know, briefing both my uh, seniors and and ministers, you know, either to make a decision or to to make a speech. Um, so being able to articulate complex issues as clearly and concisely as possible with the right amount of information. But yeah, those are the key things I think. So in this final segment, we'll be highlighting the opportunities emerging in national politics to help tackle climate change. 
and how students like you can get involved. If you're able to tell us what you hope to do later in the field or what you think the field will be going to. Yeah, as I said, I feel like I'm, I'm now a dedicated climate change policy person. Um, so yeah, my, my aspirations are to continue working in government on climate policy. Um, and um, I particularly enjoy the kind of UK relationship and the UNFCCC side. Um, but I am also interested in, there's lots of work we do on international climate finance. So that's supporting other countries um, to adapt to, um, to the impacts of climate change. Um, so where I've had a bit more of a focus on mitigation, there is that other side um, supporting countries to adapt. Um, so I think that's definitely something that I'd be interested in kind of wanting to work towards. Um, and I think just in general for, you know, other people looking to get into the field, this is such a fantastic time to, to work in, in climate and, and, and climate policy, you know, it's, it's, it's the hot topic literally at the moment. We've just had COP26 uh, presidency in, in the UK. Um, we've got it for the remainder of this year and then it, it's handed over to Egypt. Um, it, you know, it continues to be a top priority for, for politicians. Um, across the world and it's not going to be going away anytime soon so yeah I think it's it's a great time um, I would also say in terms of kind of like tips and advice for people um, starting out I always recommend people picking something that they find interesting because um, you are going to be working on this you know every day of your life pretty much so you do need to enjoy your job um, I've got a lot of friends who've picked jobs that they haven't liked um, and, and that can be that can be really hard so definitely picking something that really interests you um, and I think also like volunteering for stuff so even if it doesn't sound exactly like the thing that you want to do but there's some link somehow to it uh, I would just say yes and volunteer test it out and try it see if you like it and see if you're good at it because I mean, if I was to say I graduated as a history graduate, I never thought that I'd be going into work on international science. Like that just wasn't even in my you know, repertoire or thinking or plan, really. So I think having like a vision is great, but like being able to adapt and 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 see what else is out there and see if, you know, saying yes to that gets you actually on the road to, to, to where you want to go. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's that's kind of covered our next question about what, you know, what skills or what advice would you have? I was also wondering more kind of maybe specifically about the civil service, because I've, I've heard from friends who've applied that it can be quite competitive. Um, I guess that also depends on where you're applying in the civil service. Would you have any kind of specific advice for students or, or individuals looking specifically at the civil service? Yes. So um it is, it is competitive to get into the, the civil service. Um, I think the thing that I would advise doing is online, you'll see that we have uh, competencies, so behaviours, um, and those are usually used for interview questions. Um, so I would advise looking at those and, and really thinking about the behaviours that you uh, show or that you're skilled at um, when thinking through examples. So I think understanding that is probably the best way uh, of being able to uh, kind of access uh, civil service jobs um, and yeah again just being able to articulate examples um, and, and demonstrate your strengths um, is probably the best way um, yeah oh thank you it helped I think because it, it's helping me so I hope it helps all of you too that are listening to the podcast 
great thank you so much and yeah thank you for taking the time no th thank you but thank you for your time we're so grateful